When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to The Social Dose, your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media, brought to you every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Today is Thursday, March 2nd, and I'm Paris Nicholson, at Paris Nicholson on all socials. And I'm Michael Judson-Barry, at M. Judson-Barry on socials, except for on Twitter, where I'm M. Judson-1-Barry, because I'm too lazy to figure out how to change it. So Paris, what have you been up to for the last 24 hours? I've missed seeing your face. I actually saw a comedy show last night, Michael, and I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't great. It was like a one-man show, but like anybody that can get up on stage and perform uninterrupted for like an hour and a half has at least some of my respect. What about you? Good for them. I saw the New York premiere of the movie Champions with Woody Harrelson. It was fantastic. He plays a basketball coach who ends up coaching a Special Olympics team. Oh, it's so lovely and heartwarming. I highly recommend it. I would never, couldn't be caught dead (laughs) watching him. That's like a movie I would see with my grandma without my consent. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, your grandmother (laughs) and I would love that experience. Well, I can't wait to get into today's stories, Paris, which will be coming up right after this break. And we're back. Michael, who has been gracing your timeline this week? Well, this week I've been seeing a lot of Nicole Travolta at Nicole Travolta with just a C, no C-H. She does... Uh, she does impressions and she is hysterical. She does Drew Barrymore, Elizabeth Holmes, Anna Delvey. She's uh, an she actress and sketch actress? comedian. Yeah, she's so funny. I've definitely seen her before. Michael, you love an impressionist. Wait, Michael, can you do an impression of me? Do an impression of you, Paris? Ew. I would never, but maybe like a little another time. I don't know. Anyway, I've had a lot of fashion content coming up on my For You page mm. ever since that Scaparelli runway show with the lions and the, the Doja Cat. And one creator who I really, really love, Mars Orbit, has been all over my page as well. And I wish Mars was here to give me some fashion advice as I'm in a baseball hat and a frumpy, baggy sweater. Well, I'm here. So I could use all the help I could get. I'm here to <gasps> give you your fashion advice. Mars. Hi. <laughs> Thank oh my you. God. Mars, what a completely unproduced surprise. <laughs> I didn't even see you there. We are so happy to have you as our correspondent happy today. To Welcome to the social dose. Thank you. Mars, what's been on your for you page lately? So on my for you page, it's been a bunch of hoopla, a bunch of randomized items. Mm. But the one item that sticks out to me is the two girls in one bottle. Have you gotten into them yet? Oh, where they go to like McDonald's and make a cocktail? Yes, like it's so camp. Like I just, I look and I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? I was nervous this was going to be like two girls, one cop type situation. When I first saw their username, I thought the same. And then I started watching and I was like, okay, this is a safe space. They're just making drinks in one cup. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to get into your story. But first, let's talk about today's headlines, shall we? This just in, in baby news, 
people keep having them, so the internet keeps providing us with unique baby names. Up first, social media's newest baby name suggestions. Then the TikToker going viral for his historical reenactments with a modern day twist. And finally, breaking news from across the pond. This big time British hotshot is having a hard time getting people to come to his party, and the comment section is not pulling punches. Find out why nobody gives a royal fuck. All this and more breaking social news on today's Social Dose. Paris language. Our top story. I'm sorry, you want to name your kid what? Our timelines are full of creative baby names, from serious mommies-to-be to cheeky TikTokers. From Barclay to mobility, the internet has all the baby name suggestions you might, but hopefully do not, want. That's right, Michael. Everybody's so creative. <laughs> we live in a time when baby names are ridiculous. And super famous Instagram people, like that one bitch, the blonde one, you know the one I'm thinking of, they like go to the internet to ask people what they should name their baby or like vote on their baby names. And they're always like, McKennedy. This is actually, I want to say it right here and now, a plague. I was oh. a nanny. And that baby that I nannied, her name was Peyton. Oh my God. And it was spelled, Michael, you're not ready for this. It was spelled P E I T E I G N, Peyton. I said, huh? <laughs> I'm going to call her Patty. And I did. <laughs> Hey, who doesn't love the name Patty? So wait, Mars, the TikTok that got us on this conversation was from at Sienna Rosalina, who offered her suggestions for baby names, including secret, anemia. I have seen this TikTok, and my first instinct is when a teacher is taking role during class, like, they're going to be so embarrassed. Like, is mobility present? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, she she's right in the back of the classroom. <laughs> now, Mars, you have a unique name. I've always wondered, is it short for marzipan? It is not short for marzipan. <laughs> it is short for Mario, but Mars is more chic, more cunt. So I like oh, it. Oh, cute. Yeah. Mars is cunt, for sure. <laughs> oh, I do love the way people have been commenting on these names, like at the Katie Love, who commented, Mobility is a rich girl. She lives in a mm -hmm. New York City penthouse with her parents, but they're super busy and they don't be home. But she's super popular. Yeah, she's definitely <laughs> a Nepo baby, for sure. Do you know my dad? Yeah, Mobility's a Nepo baby, giving very Upper East Side, very chic. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I love at Tommy Bracco, who said, Chlamydia? No. <laughs> yeah. That would be cute. It's only cute if her middle name is antibiotic, so. <laughs> I do like the other suggestion that Sienna had with Violin Grace. Name Violin Grace. Violin. I love the name I think Violin, Violin is actually kind of pretty. It's very classic and chic. I think you tag Grace on anything and it helps elevate it too, yeah. That's true. Violin. Or like at Latanya444 oh, said the name Sauna would be so cute. Ooh, yes. mm, Sana's hot. That's a hot name. Makes me want to take a Sana nap. fucks, whoever she is. Yeah. I'm going to name my kids after things I need, like Adivan, Clonopan, Benzodiazepam. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> like basically antidepressants. <laughs> <laughs> the British are coming? Like, how the fuck didn't you tell me that the second you found out? And I'm like, I literally just found out five minutes ago. What the fuck do you want from me? Breaking news. The British are coming. The British are coming. TikTok user Jake Shane at OctopusLover8 has been reenacting famous historical events, but showing us how they would have went down in 2023. The British are coming, but they didn't even tell us they were coming. We had to find out from Paul. Rude. Yes, Jake Shane, also known as at OctopusLover8, is blowing up with his modern renditions of historical moments. Now, 
This made me think of, if you're a millennial, you might remember sassy gay friend who was the one who would be like with Ophelia from Hamlet. And he'd be like, step away from that river. The only thing that's rotten in Denmark is Hamlet's piss poor attitude. (laughs) So Jake to me feels like another like modern version of those. So he does things like playing the founding fathers, whispering behind John Hancock's back after he takes up too much space with his signature or accidentally telling George Washington that the British are coming because he's having a party and obviously George does not want to be there. But the thing for (laughs) me that I think is brilliant is that all of his videos come from suggestions from comments uh, from his fans. Yeah. So the fans write in and they say, I want to hear Paul Revere in modern time. I want to hear the princes of Egypt in modern time. And that's (laughs) how he responds. I think that's brilliant. Mars, do you subscribe to this? Do you turn to comments and get suggestions from people who DM or comment on your your content? I do. It's very helpful, actually, because it's like sometimes it's like, well, what am I going to talk about next? Or what's on my list? It's also like, bitch, get on your job. Mike, we need this from you. So it holds me accountable. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. I will say responding to comments on TikTok is actually a really good way to drive engagement. If our listeners are looking to create content of their own, it's a great way to link people back to other videos that you've done. Because you watch one video like this, you see it's a response to a comment, you tap on the comment and you go back to the original video. And then you find yourself in a hole watching this hilarious up and coming comedian doing his thing and really having a moment, which I love to see. Do you guys have any historical moments that you would love to see reenacted in a modern way? Yes, I would love to see. I mean, it's been reenacted a plenty of times, but I would like to see it reenacted in a comical way. I would love to see how Harriet Tubman, like, actually got the slaves to be freed. Like, what was that journey like? Like, I know it wasn't all <laughs> just seriousness and, like, I would love a good kiki moment out of slavery. Mars, you should do it. I think that would be hilarious. I should. I should. There you go. I should. I'm going to comment on one of your videos that you should do it, and then you can respond to the comments. Yes, tell me Also, I would love to see the outfit, because I feel like your Harriet Tubman would be so chic and fabulous. Yes, I would definitely oh, need yeah. a Dior dress, a Dior apron. Like, Harriet's going to be chic. Mm-hmm. What about you, Michael? Me? Oh, I'm a huge history nerd. Don't even get me going. Um, I just need to give another... I I would love to give a shout out to one of the comments that Jake received from at Warby Parker, who said, do the first person to get glasses. You know you've made it when Warby Parker is following you. Yes. And for those of you listening at home, please go to thesocialdosepodcast.com. Let us know who you would love to see reenacted. Which historical figures would you love to see done in a modern, fun way? Somebody commented, it was chaotic good Meg. She said, I would love to see America be being gifted the Statue of Liberty. Because, like, what was that conversation? Right. I imagine they, like, unwrapped uh, it and they were like, oh, my God, thanks. Where are we going to put this? so big. <laughs> yeah, where are we going to... And she's showing toes. <laughs> yes. And it's copper. Is it going to stay this color? This just in. The British actually are not coming. No, a new blind item fresh off the London press circuit says that this unnamed British patriarch is having a hard time getting someone to sing at his special little party this May. We can't reveal too much about the celeb, but we can say he is in the family business and his name doubles as a very cute dog. That's right, Michael. While I don't know who we're talking about, I can tell you that nobody wants to perform at their coronation, quinceanera, (laughs) debutante ball, who's to say? But singers such as Adele, Harry Styles, and Elton John have all declined a chance to sing at what is probably going to be forced down our throats as a highly publicized event. So you know you're down bad when you can't get anybody to get this much free press. Yeah. All I have to say is payback, bitch. I know Princess Diana is turning over with laughter. I love it. Uh, 
Yes, like in the video that St. Hoax shared of the, the woman eating soup, just giggling, and above it says Princess Diana in heaven right now. Yes. Yeah, the memes coming from everybody saying, no, I don't want to perform at your party are delightful. Not to bring it back yet again to Ariana DeBose, but at Charlie Duncan, who said, Ariana DeBose has reportedly turned down a performance at the coronation. <laughs> Viola Davis is my woman king, she says. Okay. I love the comment from Denise LMIT, who said, I'm going to need Harry and Meghan to ask Adele and Ed and Harry to perform at Prince Archie's fourth birthday and live stream that shit exactly because <laughs> i'm sure that's where they would all happily be performing exactly i like at bad randy who said the teletubbies have officially declined to perform <laughs> i would love to watch that coronation though where the teletubbies perform yes they're like here's your crown tinky winky like it would be <laughs> it'd be great also a comment from finnish influencer sandra gelstam who's name I definitely pronounced correctly, who said there's still time for Simon Cowell to make a band for this because he made Fifth Harmony. Did he make One Direction as well? Wait, he made the Spice Girls? Yes, the legendary Spice Girls. Oh my God, I did not know that. Well... Simon, oh get to work. Speaking of Spice Girls, did you see the the other meme, the great one? Can you perform at King Chut and every British pop star? And then it just cuts to Spice Girls going, no, 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 no. Like, how does that song go? The song is called Goodbye, <laughs> which makes it even more funny. Like, <laughs> goodbye, we don't want to perform here. Yeah. It's a no, it's a chop. Next. <laughs> we'll get right back into the trending news after these quick ads. A lot is being asked of people working in schools. Teachers have more and more things to do. The shortage of teachers right now, um, you know, having to fill a lot of holes and and wear a lot of hats, it's, it's very difficult. There are steps you can take to manage stressful times, whether in the classroom or outside of work. For me personally, I can disconnect by just being outside. Laughing (laughs) works a lot. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. You may have heard of the podcast Juicy Scoop. Wondered what it is? Why aren't you listening? Well, I'm its host. Created it. Been doing it for seven years. I'm Heather McDonald of Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. Now, I could tell you why you should be listening to my show. But my listeners wanted to write the ad for me. And here are some of the things they said. Not your regular Juicy podcast. Catch up on all the juicy topics from Hollywood and pop culture to true crime and beyond. Heather McDonald's Juicy Scoop always has great guests, great laughs, and great gossip. It's a comedian's take on the hottest headlines. Juicy Scoop is the pop culture news you want to hear. No BS, no filter, no filler. Raw, real, and in the moment. Throw in the hilarity of amazing comedians that you'll instantly be obsessed with, a juicy crime story, and a dash of normal life in L.A. moments, and you've got yourself an amazing week of Juicy Scoop. Two episodes every week, every Tuesday and Thursday. It will never let you down. And we're back. Studies show the best place to square up with a bully is on the red carpet. Twitter and TikTok users are blowing up a clip of Michael B. Jordan calling out his high school bully at the premiere of Creed 3. And as expected of a man of his hotness, Michael handled it with style and grace. Yeah, so Michael B. Jordan was on the red carpet for the premiere of Creed. And one of his high school bullies, um, Laurel, was on the red carpet during interviews. So of course he walked over and gave her a little piece of his mind because she used to bully him in Mm. high school. If you have a chance to confront a bully, especially when you're in your prime on a red carpet, like, why not? 
let's keep that same energy mm-hmm. I had in high school because I didn't forget. Yeah. Yeah. No, he for sure did not forget when he's like, didn't you call me corny? And the the eye contact he just has. And she's trying <laughs> to make light of the situation. And she's like, yeah, well, blah, blah. and he's just like locked right. on her. Like, I agree with at Council Estate Life who commented he remembers it like it was yesterday. He is 100% serious about this. Exactly. Yeah. He's you so traumatized by it. <laughs> that's what happens i mean when when you're bullied you're you don't remember like it kind of sticks with you and it turns you into like who you are so now that i'm this person that i am like you're gonna get it yeah i mean and talk about a globe because when you see him when he was young he was sort of like the skinny like theater kid even the early roles which i can relate to that i was like a weird little theater kid but i certainly don't look like michael b jordan now so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I feel like all three of us can relate to having been bullied when yeah. we were younger, right? Is it safe to say? Absolutely. As queer people, Absolutely. it was tough. Very How tough. do you feel about your bullies now? Like, if you were on the red carpet, would you would you react the same way if the same if you were in the same situation as Michael B? I definitely would react the same way because your job is to talk to me. And if I come over here to give you some of my time, then I'm going to talk to you exactly how you used to talk to me. So I definitely would te- keep that same energy. Like... No, I honestly don't know how I would react. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm thinking about the people who bullied me when I was young. But at this point, I, I look back and I'm like, you know what? Though bullying is always wrong. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, I, I was like a strange kid, and kids you are get kids. it. So I don't know. Part of me be like, I get it. <laughs> like, everything you said about me had a grain of truth. Um, it's just now I fully embrace and celebrate my weirdness, as opposed to when I was young, I was afraid of it. I guess if that makes sense. It makes all of the sense. Like now it's it's acceptable. Now the thing that's kind of sad is people are using this as an excuse to sort of drag Laurel in the comments, which is just really perpetuating the cycle of bullying. One of the comments from at Torty2997 said, imagine she proudly offered herself to do this interview because of that one tiny connection, but got called out instead. I mean, you get what you pay for. You got to be careful who you bully in high school or in any school because they could grow up to be hot and successful. In fact, they almost always will. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, they'll put you on some scary list and then school will get canceled. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, they school. might grow up and then and then they'll just call you out on a red carpet. And then the entire internet world is like, look at you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so be careful what you... Kids, children out there, be careful what you say. Because you never know when they'll be super hot on a red carpet and never, make you look foolish. Never, know. Well, I say good for him because you know what? Talk about somebody who went from being called corny as a little kid to growing up to being one of the biggest movie stars in the world right now. Also who known objectively as the sexiest is one of man the alive. sexiest people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Corny can so, be sexy. I'm sorry. It's definitely in Some of the corniest men have the biggest dicks. And they make the most if, money. If he's corny, he makes it look good. Yes. Mm-hmm. There you go. Get you a corny man. Okay. But moral of the story, don't bully people. Yeah, don't be a bitch. Well, before we say goodbye to Mars, Mars, tell us where can everyone catch up with you? So on Instagram, you can follow me at mars.orbit. Make sure the O is a zero. TikTok, the same name. And on Twitter, mars.orbit with a regular O. Mm. Uh, I can't wait to DM you later today and be like, please give me fashion advice and make me look like someone who could go on a red carpet and call out my bullies. I welcome it. Yes, (laughs) please. 
Now, last week, everybody showed us so much love for the launch of this podcast, which I am personally obsessed with because I love this podcast. I love making it and I love hanging out with Michael as well as our guest correspondents. But it's enough praise from the comment section. Thank you so much. We'll be taking no more of that. What we do want, however, is for you to let us know what you've been seeing on your social media feeds. What have you been seeing on your For You page and what should we be talking about? And you can always let us know at the socialdosepodcast.com. And please, please, please keep posting your fun videos so we have things to talk and comment about. Bye-bye. Bye. The Social Dose is a Something Else in Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Danielle Jones-Wesley is senior producer. Chelsea Jacobson is producer. And Sonny Balkan is associate producer. This show is engineered by Paul Brogdon, Gulliver Lawrence Tickle, and Jay Beal. A supportive work environment can help everyone working in schools stay resilient. Just finding people that can reassure me that I'm doing my best and that there are people out there who understand me and can help me through these situations. You are not alone. Leaning on each other, uh, colleagues in education is, is essential. You have to. We take care of one another. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. That's cdcfoundation.org slash how right now.